The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Beitza has been dedicated anonymously of Meir ben Esther. Amen. has been dedicated as well Amen. We bless our anonymous sponsor that Bezat Hashem he should be blessed with Arichut Yamim, health, Oshel, Veoshel, Vechavod, and Bezat Hashem should be Zochem in the near future to raise a family uh, and continue all his good work for the community. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Amen. We are right on the top line of Daf Let us review exactly where we're holding in this sugya in order to uh, begin this point. We began a subject yesterday in the laws of Mahasir. Uh, basically, the Gemara had a question uh, when you have perot, when you have fruit, shelon milachtan. That means they're in the process of becoming edible. So we have fruit that you put out to dry, and they didn't dry yet. And we're talking about, it is uh, normally, fruit in such a state, in a Torah, you can eat them without ma'asir. There's no ma'asir on such a case. In a Torah, you only have to give ma'asir on fruit that was nikbera melakhtan, am uzro'eh, or penehatsir. However, when it's lo nikbera melakhtan, the rabbis came along and said, well, we don't want you to eat keva, but we allow you to eat it aray. Meaning you want to snack it, it's okay. So the Gebarah's question was, if you have, let's say, these fruit over here, and now you designated them for Shabbat. Is Shabbat make it a kibiyut? Which means, there's no such thing as maybe snacking on Shabbat. Because all the seudot of Shabbat are considered hashuv, like the pasuzah vekarata the Shabbat onig, to show that the meals are... You know, it's a pleasure, it's an enjoyment, etc. So therefore, maybe Shabbat is koveya, that it's hayav in ma'asir, and you, therefore you cannot even eat it aray. Nafkamina. Well, in that case, you're not going to be able to eat it on Shabbat, because you didn't take ma'asir yet, in our case. But Motzei Shabbat, you're going to have to take ma'asir. Because since you designated it for Shabbat to eat it, right? So now the hayav ma'asir goes on it. And therefore, Moshe Shabbat, well, you know what, he's going to be Hayab Masa. And that was the Gemara's conclusion, according to Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, yes, Shabbat is Koveya le Ma'asir. That was his thing. The rabbis asked on him, uh, what's your uh, proof? He said, have a Kabbalah. Right? Uh, Talmud Aruch. What was his language? His language was... Limud Aruch Biyadenu. Right? We have a Kabbalah. So I think what I wanted to bring a proof. What was the Gemara's proof? Gemara said, I bring a proof from our Mishnah. The Mishnah said, a person goes on Erev Shabbat in the Shemitah year. In the Shemitah year, there's no Hayyuv of Ma'asir. Okay, well, no Ma'asir issues. Guy goes to Fruta Muqseh, 
what type of muksir fruit? That in the middle, mid stage, right, the middle of drying stage, where some people eat them, some people don't eat them. So then we have to designate them. So he goes Erev Shabbat in the year of Shemitah. And he says, according to the Ezer, Mikarani Ochel, I want to eat from uh, here. And according to the Deen of the Mishnah, it's not muksir. You can eat them. I would about the Maaser problem. There's no problem with Maaser. You don't have to take Maaser because it's Shemitah. Eat good. So the Gemara makes it the Yuk. Ah, that's only because it was in the Shemitah year. However, the yuk, if this was done in the other years of the Shemitah, where there is a ma'asir uh, problem, because you have to give ma'asir, uh, so what's going to be the deen? The deen is going to be what? It's going to be asur. Why? Because the Shabbat is koveya the ma'asir. You take the same case, ahead of Shabbat of regular year of Shemitah, where normally there is a hayyub ma'asir, once you designate them for Shabbat, so the Shabbat now is going to be Koveya for Maaseh, therefore it's going to be Asur to eat. And that's why the Mishnah gave you the case of Erev Shabbat of Shivi'it to imply that if it's Erev Shabbat of uh, others, we Asur. Why? Because the Shabbat is Koveya. Give us, no, who says the Shabbat is Koveya? It's not the Shabbat is Koveya. It's the Yehud that is Koveya. The fact that you went and you said, Mikan Ani Ochel, Shabbat Shabbat. The fact that you said, I'm eating from these fruit, that itself shows the hashivut that you're giving to the fruit. And therefore, the hashivut that you gave to the fruit by designating them, your verbal designation, that makes the ayyub ma'asir. And therefore, the Gemara says, if that's the case, it's the verbal designation, so why don't you give me a case of Ayyub uh, Shabbat? Which means even hall. The point is, even on a Tuesday, the point, once you verbally designate, there's going to be a ayyub of ma'asir. Something to do with Shabbat anymore. The Shabbat fact is not an issue. So the says, you're right. The only reason why I chose Shabbat is to teach you a, uh, another Hiddush that on Shabbat, Ayyub Shabbat, let's say, when you designate fruit <coughs> to eat, so that designation will take off the mukseh. Let me take off the mukseh. I didn't take Maaser yet. It's unedible. Which is going through Shabbat. Can I eat these fruit? No. But your verbal designation takes off the law of mukseh. How? In the event. If a guy went and took ma'asir anyway, he went against Talakha. He took the ma'asir anyway. Minat Torah, you can take ma'asir on Shabbat. But Rabbanan, you can't. He went, even Rabbanan, he broke the law. He took his ma'asir. What's the deen? Even though it went through Ben Hashim Ashot, unedible, Hindus, if you designated it, and then you took ma'asir anyway, mutar. Uh, so the Mishnah was teaching a side Hindus, that when it comes to mukhanu, uh, it's a Shabbat. It is prepared, it's a Shabbat. So therefore, at this point, we have no proof from our Mishnah. Because I'll say the Mishnah's reason why it says, in the, well, the implication of the Mishnah, that in the other years of Shemitah, the reason why one would not be allowed to eat this fruit on Shabbat, is because he verbally designated. And once he verbally designates, so become Hashuv, now they're Hayab and Maaser, because if you didn't verbally designate, you'd be allowed, you'd be allowed to eat them, Aray. Because it's Perot Shalonik Meru, Melachtan. Perot Shalonik Meru, Melachtan, we said it's Mutat Itam Arai. But since you designated it verbally, they become Hashuv, and therefore it's going to be. So therefore, there is really no proof from our Mishnah that it's the Shabbat that is Koveya. And that's where we left off at the last uh, Amud. Now we start today's Gaf. Motaro Hozer. Okay, let's discuss what the principle of Motaro Hozer is. Motaro Hozer means the leftovers can be returned. 
does that mean? If a person is eating something, a type of food, right? And after he finishes eating the food, there's leftovers. There's motar. If the leftovers are able to be put back wherever they were, came from, like we'll see examples, that's called motaro chozer. Now, what's the law of motaro chozer? Look at the top rashi. Ba'alo motaro chozer. How could you tell me that the logic of the Mishnah, Nabi Li'ezer, that it's the Dibur, right? The Yehud that he made on Friday, that's what you're telling me that makes the Kibi'ut. Let's say I took a whole pile of Tevil, non-Mi'usar fruit. He puts it in front of him. When you take a whole pile, it looks like you're Kovei'ai. It's not only verbal. He actually did a ma'aseh. He took a pile of fruit. He put it in front of him. Doesn't that show that he wants to eat a lot? That shows that what? He's making a kibiyut. If let's say the food that you're eating, let's say there's leftovers, and you're able to take the leftovers of this food and put it back, put it back in the box, put it back in the barrel, wherever you, it came from. The fact that you took them doesn't make a kiviut. Because since these items can go back to where they came from, your nitila, even though you put a pile in front of you, does not make a kiviut. Called shekin dibur. Which means, if I took a pile, I put it in front of me. But it's type of food that after I finish eating, leftovers can go back. Uh, you'll see the case in a second, so you'll know exactly what we're talking about. But just understand conceptually. I can put the uh, olives, after I finish eating, I can put it back in the barrel. According to the media, is it? The fact that you took a whole pile of them which shows like you're eating a lot, doesn't matter. That's not a kiviut. Okay? Kol sheken, in our case in the Mishnah, I didn't take anything. I just verbally designated it. And we're talking about in the Mishnah also a case where the leftovers could be go back with whatever fruit they are, whatever finished, they put back uh, wherever they came from. So therefore he holds in that case, there's no designation. If physical doesn't make a designation, physically taking them doesn't make a designation when it's motaro hozer, kulchekin, verbal designation, is not going to make a kivirut. So the Gemara is challenging the premise that you want to learn the Mishnah. You want to learn what's making the kivirut in the Mishnah? Because he said, Mikan, Ani, Ochir, Namahar. Oh, so he's showing his hashuf to you. Oh, yeah? Showing your hashuf to you? How about a case where the guy took it? He took it into Mikan, he took a pile, put it in front of him, a whole stack. Still, there's no kiviut. If what? If the fruit is ability, after you finish eating leftovers, to put them back. So, of course, Now we'll see the case. We heard from the Bidiyayazid. Any case where the leftovers can go back, it doesn't make a kiviut. When you verbally designate. Now we see the case. Actually, if this is the. would be a. Uh, Okay, it's 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 a bit A guy takes olives from the ma'atan. What's the ma'atan? The barrel. Tovel ahat ahat bemelah veochel. Now you can take one at a time and eat them. We're talking about olives that they did not take ma'asir yet. So what's the rule? One at a time. Why? All right, no problem. Right? Obviously, you have to say they didn't go in the house yet. They were still in the barrel outside. Therefore, it's akhirat uh, aray, no problem. Uh, you put ten olives in front of you, hayab. Why? That shows already uh, kiviyut. Eating ten olives, that shows already it's uh, kiviyut. 
Once it's Hashuvah already, the Hayyub Ma'asir goes on. That's Tarakama's opinion. Watch the Bidi Aizra. Bidi Aizra Omer, Mena Ma'atan Tahor Hayav. If the Ma'atan, where you're taking the olives from, if it's Tahor, the olives in that Ma'atan Tahor, it's Hayav Ma'asir right away. Mena Ma'atan Tameh Patur. If you're taking from a Ma'atan, a barrel, that's Tameh, the olives in there are Tameh, Patur. There's no Hayyub Ma'asir. You can eat the Aray. And the reason is because when it's Tameh, you could return the olives back. What are we talking about? What's the difference if it's Tahor or it's Tameh? So the government explains. What's the difference when it's Tahor? You're telling me you can't eat from them. When it's Tameh, you can't eat from them. What's the case? You know what the first case is? The, assume the case in this bright or this Mishnah where the guy himself who's eating, the eater is Tameh. Ah, now we understand. When you have the Ma'atan, that's Tahor. Correct? So you take the Ma'atan, you take some olives from the Ma'atan. You start eating. Now you have leftovers. Now, whatever you touched over here is all Tameh. Could you put them back in the barrel? Of course not. By putting them back in the barrel, it's going to mix up with this olives in the basket, make everything Tameh. That's a case that's not Motaro Chozer. Not Motaro Chozer, it's Koveya for Ma'asir. However, the second case is Sefer Ma'atan Tameh V'Gavra Tameh. The Matzeh Me'edarle. The second case is the Ma'atan is Tameh. And the guy's Tameh. So he takes 10 olives out, yeah? Quite to be the Ezzet. He eats, 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 left over. There's four olives left. What's the deen? Put them back. How did you put them back? What do you mean? They're Tameh and everything else is Tameh. Oh, so what do you see from the Bidi Ezzet? That something that's motaro hozer is not koveya lemaaser. I repeat again, the guy had a maatan, had a barrel of olives. Okay, let's get to the case where you see the proof from. The olives are tameh. Right, no problem. You're allowed to eat tameh if you're not a kohen, whatever it is. You can eat the tameh olives. That's not a suit, right? And we're talking about the guy's tameh also. Everything's tameh over there. So now the guy comes, takes the maatan, he scoops out uh, ten olives in front of him. She said, oh, take an olive, it's Koveya. It should be Hayab Ma'asir right away. Right? He's taking a pile in front of him. No. The Bidiyaz says, no. Why? Because whatever the leftovers I have over here, you get thrown back in the barrel. What? Hey, those these olives now are Tameh. Well, they what Tameh? I'm Tameh. So what? Everything's Tameh. What, what, what's, the, what's the problem? I'm not, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a, when I put these Tameh olives back into the, into the barrel, what's the, everything was Tameh anyway. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not hurting anybody. So therefore, he holds what? Get the klal. Motaro chozer eno koveya the maaser. Therefore, eat, eat, and whatever you don't want, put back. Now, the first case was the bar was tahor, and the guy was tameh. Now, I take these ten olives, right? So, those forces, you took them in a way where you didn't tameh everything else. That's those first questions. What's the which is just a candy bell, or you took it with a keli, or your friend gave you the olives. There are different ways to get around when you need to get the thing to make the stuff tameh. Okay, good question. Now. Now, I, I eat these olives, right? I have leftovers. <coughs> now, these olives over here, the, the stuff that I've, I touched all of these now, can I put them back in the barrel? No. That's Kavuah now. Therefore, I can eat them like a ta'ila until I take Ma'asir. So, once I see the Bilezer Shita, Kol Sheken Bidibur, which means in our case over in the Mishnah, I didn't take anything. All I did was, I heard, Mikan Ani Ochel. Okay? So therefore, you want to tell me, oh, it's the verbal designation, that's Koveya. 
if, if in a case where I and Al Mishnah, by the way, it's not we didn't say the case is talking about where anything he's tamen things that we're talking about a regular case where the guy's tahor. That's we're assuming, right? Do we say anything in the Mishnah where the guy's tamen and anything like that? No, a regular guy, he's tahor. So if we took the stuff, right? If we took the stuff and is able to put it back, we have no problem. So kol sheken in Al Mishnah where he didn't even take anything, where he just verbally designated it. It should not, not be Koveya for Maasir. So the Gabbara says, Yeah, you know what? You know what the case is talking about? The case is talking about where the fruit were Tahor, fruit were Tahor, and the guy's Tameh. So therefore, he can't put them back. And therefore, that's why the uh, uh, fruit are Nikba for Maasir. Because it's not Motaro Hozer. Oh, so that's the Gibraltar's next question. Gibraltar says, what are you talking about? Vahalo muhzarim ve'omdimhen. So what are you talking about? You never took anything over here. Which means, when we say mutaro chozer, that's only a logic in a case. You took something, so I say the leftovers can go back. Here, what I take? Which is, the logic of mutaro chozer doesn't apply. All I did was, mikan ani okhel. So I'm saying, oh, you know what the case is talking about? Where the fruit was tahor, and the guy's Tamir, and the Motaro is not Hozer. But Motaro didn't touch anything over here even. I just designated over here. So you can't learn the Mishnah that it's talking about verbal designation. I'm going to give you the Shekla Vitaria now. You can't learn the uh, case that's not a verbal designation. And that's making the Maaser. Why? Because first of all, we know to be the Ezerot, even by physical designation, in a case where you're able to put the fruit back, it's not koveya. Kochikin, in a verbal designation, we can put the fruit back, it's not koveya. How do you know that? From the case of physical designation, where the ma'atan was tamir, right? And the guy is tamir. So he says you can eat from them. Without taking ma'asir. Why? Because the leftovers can put it back in the ma'atan. Mm-hmm. So the Gebarat said, yeah, that, that's the case in the Mishnah also. I'll say the case, that's the case in the Mishnah. Where the fruit were uh, tahor, Let's say it. Fruit were tahor, and he was tameh, and therefore that's a case of in motaro chazer, right? And what's the deal of in motaro chazer? It's kiviut for maaser, and that's uh, that's what we mean when we say verbal designation is koveya for maaser. It's because the case was who tahor, who tameh, What are you talking about? How could you say the logic at all of motaro chazer on something that you never took? Did I take anything in this Mishnah? I don't think All I said was before Shabbat, Amikan and Yochel. So the Lord, Kiviut for Maaser, Motaro Hozer. What about Motaro Hozer? I'll tell you better. In the case where I took it, okay, and it's Motaro Hozer, it's not Koveya the Maaser. Kulchikan in the case where I didn't take it, I didn't touch it over here, and it's Motaro Hozer. Kulchikan is not going to be Koveya for Maaser. So therefore, basically, what we just did in this Gemara is, we've rejected the interpretation of the Mishnah that is the verbal designation. So what must be? It must be the Shabbat that is being the Koveya. Oh, so if it's Shabbat that's being the Koveya, therefore we have a proof of Nachman. So Nachman on the last Amud was the one that said, yes, yeah, Shabbat is Koveya for Ma'asir. And what was his proof? For Ma'a Mishnah. 
So he said, no, it's not the Shabbat, it's the verbal designation. And we went the whole gamut of verbal designation, we went across the board, it can't be the verbal, Ella must be what? The Shabbat is Koveya, and then we have a proof back to Rav Nachman. So the Gemara says, oh, now wait, who's your proof from? Rabbi Eliezer. I repeat, the proof is from Rabbi Eliezer. How? Rabbi Eliezer said that on Ereb uh, Shabbat in Shemitayu, where there's no Hayyub Ma'asir, so Ma'asir is not an issue there, right? Your issue is Mukseh. Because you have fruit that are quasi. Some eat them, some don't eat them. So what do you do before Shabbat? Bikan and Yochel, beautiful, you got rid of your Mukseh issue, eat them on Shabbat. Oh, but that's only because it's Shemitayu. Implying that if it was not a Shemitayir, right? And you did the same thing. You went before Shabbat, you said, Mikan ani you can't eat. Why? Because the Shabbat makes it Hayyuv Ma'asir. And once the Shabbat makes it Hayyuv Ma'asir, it's Hayyav. You can't take Ma'asir on Shabbat, so you're stuck. Beautiful proof. You know why you don't have a proof, Rav Nachman? I'll tell you why you still don't have a proof from Amishnah. Rabbi Eliezer Ka'amart. Your proof is from Rabbi Eliezer? Rabbi Eliezer Ta'ameh. Rabbi Eliezer Da'at Yahid. You tell me, oh, Prophet Yishabat is called Vayal. No, I have the Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer. So Rav Shimi comes along and says, that's your proof from Rabbi Eliezer? We don't go with Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer is going quite to Shita. What does Rabbi Eliezer say? Damar Tirumah Kavah Kutshikin Shabbat. Rabbi has another shita where he argues on the rabbis. What's the case? You have fruit. Okay? Let's say the case also. Okay? Like, like the case we want to say over here. There's fruit that's not in the Really, uh, at this point over here, it's not Hayav in Ma'asir uh, in the Torah. Correct? Could you eat from them? Yeah. Harai, no problem. What did the guy do? The guy went and he gave Tirumah from these items. Not Ma'asir. He gave Tirumah to the Kohen. Oh, Rabbi Eliezer says, once you gave Tirumah, you mahsheev these items. Once you mahsheev the items, the Hayyub Ma'asir comes. So, we're going to say, according to Rabbi Eliezer, he's going to go to his opinion. If Tirumah is Koveya, Kotsik in Shabbat. Because Shabbat, the eating of the Shabbat, is Azuv. But the rabbis don't agree with that. The rabbis argue with Rabbi Eliezer. The rabbis hold Tirumah is not Koveya. Which is, even if a guy took fruit that's learning Malachtan, and he gave his Tirumah, you can still eat from the Marai. So therefore, Rabbi Nachman, your whole proof that Shabbat is Kaveh is from where? Rabbi Eliezer? Rabbi Eliezer is Da'a Kachid. That's not a proof. Bring me a proof from the Hakamim. And the Gemara says, Ditnan, Perot Shetarman. Right? A person has Perot, and he gave to Rumah from the Ma'ajlo Nikmar Melachtan. Fruit that was not Nikmar Melachah. Rabbi Eliezer Oser Lechol Men Arai. Rabbi Eliezer is not. Terumah is Kaveh. You can eat from them even Arai. You cannot snack Hakamim. Matirim. Okay, so therefore, Rav Shimi comes along and says, even if you thought to bring a proof from Rabbi Eliezer, you can't bring a proof from Rabbi Eliezer because he's Da'at Shahid. So he goes, okay, I'll bring you another proof. We had have, we have another opinion in the Mishnah. What was the second opinion in the Mishnah? Vachamim Omrim. Just go back to the Mishnah. Aj Yirshom Vyumar Mikan Vabkan. Rabbi said what? The rabbis in the Mishnah said, same case. It's Shemitah here, it's Erev Shabbat. So they said, it's fruit that's not nigmar melachtam. You didn't take ma'asir, but you don't have to take ma'asir because it's shemitah year. You have the mukseh issue. So what do they say? It's not enough to say I'm going to eat from this fruit. Hakamim, they were more mahmir, right? They said you actually have to designate from here to here I'm going to eat. You have to specify the exact section where you're going to eat from. Correct? 
Now, let's, let's speak it out according to the rabbis. Oh, only in the case of Shemitah. Because you don't have a Maser issue. Oh, but in the case of the other years of Shemitah, the rabbis would tell you, even if you designated before Shabbat and said, I'm going to eat from here, it's going to be Asur. To eat, why? Because Shabbat is Koveya for Maser, and therefore you have a proof from the Hachamim. Jeez, we, same thing, whatever we said to be the Ayazid, okay, now we're going to say it in the consensus opinion of the Hachamim. The day only said it's uh, mutah because it was Shemitah. Implying that if it was not Shemitah, where there was a hayuv of Maasir, and even if you went and designated before Shabbat, Mikan Vaadkan, it's going to be Asur. Why? Because going into Shabbat, the Shabbat now is Hashuv, and therefore designates it Mikviyut, and therefore you can eat from this. And therefore, since you, why can't you eat, eat from it? Because you cannot eat alai anymore. Because Shabbat is Kovaya. So my proof of that Ma'am will say is from Hachamim. Uh, so the Gemara says, Tashema Mesefa. I bring it from the Sefa. Hachamim Omrim, Ad Shirshom, Yuman, Mikan, Vadkan. Ta'ma, the Erev Shabbat, the Shemitah. The only reason why they say it's okay, because it's Erev Shabbat, the Shemitah, Dela, but it's real. Because there's no Kayuva Maser, Ad Mishar, Sunit Shavu. However, in the other years of the Shemitah cycle, the Bene Asurin, you know, that there is Maser, Asurim, my Tama, Lad Mishum, the Shabbat Kava. Not because Shabbat is Kovaya, give us his law. Shariatam Kevan, the Amar Mikan, the Adkan, Ani Ochel, the Mahar, Kava. Same Shaklavitaria. No, it's not the Shabbat that was Koveya, it was the verbal designation that was uh, Koveya. Right? So the Gemara says, oh, verbal designation. So Iachi, my Iriya Shabbat. So then what, 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 what do you have to give me a case of Shabbat? Afilu, which means now it's not a Shabbat issue anymore. Which means you could have told me a case during the week. Once you verbally designate, I want to eat from here, this is a of Maser. It's not a Shabbat issue. He says, You're right. Side point. What? To teach me that when you designate something before Shabbat, even if it's Tevil, it takes the Mukhsay off of it. Nafkabina, if a guy went and took Maser against the will of the Achamim on Shabbat, he can eat from it. Mitukan. It's Mitukan. That's why I gave the case of Anishon, which means exactly what we said in the Bidya Isa. Really, I'll tell you, it's the verbal designation. Right? That's why Achamim say uh, during the other years of Shemitah, it's Asur. Because the verbal designation shows it's Hashuf to you, therefore uh, you can't eat from it. So, what do you have to give me a case of Shabbat then? It's not a Shabbat issue, so even on Tuesday. And other weeks of Shemitah. I come on uh, Tuesday and say, Mikan and Yochel, finish. That's the point, right? I mean, verbal designation makes the Chayab Maser. Because you're right. The only reason why we gave you the Erev Shabbat, Shabbat situation, is to show you that if you said Mikan and Yochel before Shabbat, it's not Mukser. You wouldn't be allowed to eat from it because there's no Maser taken. But you know what? Nafkamina, if the guy went and took the Maser, the verbal designation before Shabbat, Allows you to eat from it. So therefore we're back to the uh, same spot where we were in the beginning. We have no proof for Rav Daman. Skeleton of the Gemara. We thought to bring a proof from Rabbi Yaisir. No, Rabbi Yaisir is Da'at Shahid. Okay. We can't go to the Da'at Shahid, we'll go to the Da'at Rabim. Hakamim. No, Hakamim are not working with that. It's working with the uh, verbal uh, designation. Comes Gemara and says... So again, we did not bring a proof for Rav Nachman. Yeah, he, could, he couldn't prove his point that says Shabbat is Koveya from our Mishnah. Okay? 
Good. Right. Okay, comes the Gemara. Unmidi. Now the Gemara goes on to a new point. You're holding according to the Bili Ezer, right? The Bili Ezer is holding what in the Mishnah? The way we're learning the Mishnah. What's the kiviut of the Shabbat is kovaya? Good. Just like he says, Truma is kovaat. You tell me the Shabbat is kovaat also. I'm going to bring you a contradiction. What you see in the Bili Ezer that Shabbat is not kovaat. No, 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 no gear now. Stira from one statement of the Bidiyarizid to another statement of the Bidiyarizid. Why? Would mean he, we have a contradiction. What's the contradiction? My guy's eating a cluster of grapes. Let's assume cluster of grapes is not Nigman Melachtan. Because normally you take grapes and you make wine out of them. So as long as they're still in the cluster, it's really not considered finished. Torah, you can eat the grapes without taking Maasir. Midra Banan, you can only eat them. Achilat, Arai. So he was eating them. Hayao Khilbeshkol. Finichnas, Miginala Hasir. But now he went from the garden into the courtyard. Now we know, once already the fruit either see the house or they see the courtyard, so now already there's Hayuvim. You know what the Bidiyayizah says? Finish. No problem. You started eating outside, now you're in the courtyard. Now seemingly he owes the courtyard, it's worse. Don't worry about it, continue eating. Once you're in the courtyard, the courtyard is Kovaya. Okay? Next case, case number two. Hashka Belel Shabbat. You're eating these fruit on Friday, Friday afternoon. Okay. In the middle of your eating, Shabbat came in. The be the Ezra Omer Yigmor. What does the be does it say? Finish. The be Yeshua Omer Lo Yigmor. But what do you see from the be the Ezra? Shabbat's not koveya. Guys eating on Friday afternoon. No problem. You can eat Adai. No problem. Now ready Friday night Shabbat. What does he tell you? Continue eating. Hey, what do you mean? Once Shabbat comes the Kaura, you hold Shabbat is Kobaya. How could you tell me I can continue eating fruit that I started eating on Arab Shabbat on Lil Shabbat? It's a stira in the Shitab Rabiliazir. If Shabbat is Kobaya, he should tell you, stop. No, we have the we have the logic over there. Rabbi Natan Omer, Lo Kishama Rabiliazir Yigmor Bahatzer Yigmor. Ela yotze chutz lehaser v'yigmor. You misunderstood the brayta. When it says the bidya ezer says that if you were in the garden and you went into the hatzer, finishing the you could finish in the hatzer. He didn't mean finish in the hatzer. He meant leave the hatzer and finish in the garden. So you can't finish it in the hatzer. Oh, and furthermore, velo keshamar v'yigmor b'shabbat yigmor ela mamtin lemotze shabbat v'yigmor. What he meant was, you, you, can't, you can't continue eating these on Shabbat. Ela what? Motzei Shabbat, continue to eat them. Now let's analyze the mechanics. How does this work? You only went to Shabbat. That's the question. Which means the guy has fruit out of Shabbat. Can he eat them? Yeah, unfinished fruits. According to the halakha, aray, no problem. So then what does it say? Now Shabbat came. So what did the beginning does it say? Oh, Shabbat came. Shabbat continue. Hey, continue? What do you mean continue? Shabbat is Kovaya! Nah! 
course Shabbat is Kavayah. When he said continue, he didn't mean continue on Shabbat. He meant continue on Mosei Shabbat. Okay. But the reason, it still doesn't make sense. Once it passed through Shabbat, Shabbat is Kavayah. And then how can you continue with it on Mosei Shabbat? You got to take Mosei first. So that she asked this question. And then she says, no, it's a big difference. Here, did I designate them for Shabbat? No. No. I was eating them on Friday. I didn't designate them for Shabbat. They just passed through Shabbat. Just passing through Shabbat doesn't make a commute. In the case of the Mishnah, what was the case? It was Erev Shabbat. I said, Mahar Ani Ochel Mikan. Oh, when you designate them for eating on Shabbat, then the Shabbat is Kovaya, the Motzei Shabbat, you can't eat them. So that's the difference in this case over here. You understand? This case over here, I'm eating on Friday. Happened to be my eating extended into Shabbat. Okay, well, once it, once it extends into Shabbat, since it's Shabbat now, and the eating of Shabbat is a kiviut, you can't eat. But once the Shabbat passes, eat again. Oh, you say, what do you mean? It's a kiviut. I, I didn't designate it for Shabbat. Happened to go through Shabbat, so it's a temporary, uh, you know, temporary timeout. I can't eat Shabbat. But once it's Shabbat, go back. In the case of the Mishnah, no, I said, I'm eating these for Shabbat. And even if you don't. Once you designate them for Shabbat, finish the day. Hayub is on them to give Mahasir. That's the way that she makes the Hayluk. Good? Okay, continue. Okay, now let's, let's just read the Rashi over here. Let's read the Rashi. Oh, so you have to say that's, that's the second point I wanted to tell you. You have to say that according to the B, the Ezer, Yoshua here, they are holding that fruit that's even lonigmar melachtan in the Hatzir is Kobayah. Yeah, Not yeah, like the yeah. statement that we learned above. That's what I want to show. What the Buddha Matel is that? The Yoshua Amen. Beautiful. Look at the Yoshua Amen. Lo Yigmor. Kasbar. Haser kovad davar shelo nigmera melechto. You have to say even a lo nigmar the haser is kovad. We learned on the previous daf that haser is kovad on davar shel nigmara melechto. But a lo nigmar melechto, we said no. He's only even a lo nigmar melechto. That's the shita. Okay, very, very, very important point. Okay, now comes the gemara and continues. New point. Ki atarabin. When Rabin came, where did he come from? Israel. Israel. To where? Babel. Amar Rabbi Yohanan, he called Rabbi Yohanan. You always have to remember, Rabbi Yohanan was the rabbi of Eris Israel. So always when the rabbis would come from Eris Israel, they would always bring back statements from Rabbi Yohanan. He said, Ehad Shabbat, Ehad Terumah, Ve'ehad Haser, Ve'ehad Mekah, Kulan En Kov'in, Ela Bedavash Negbara Melachtan. He gave the rules. The inyan kiviut for ma'asir, when it comes to fruit that are not nigmena melachtan, so he tells you, Shabbat is not going to be kovaya. Terumah is not going to be kovaya if you take terumah. Hatzer is not going to be kovaya. And buying it is not going to be kovaya. So the Hanan basically said, the only items that these things can be kovaya for is nigmena melachtan, where the fruit is 
in a finished product. However, so long as it's not finished, none of these items will be kovaya. So you don't, which means not I eat from eat from them. So since it's not kovaya, there's no hayuv ma'asir yet. So with rabbanan you can eat aray. Now the Gemara is going to explain why did he have to tell me. Every one of these cases, uh, Shabbat is not koveya, Terumah is not koveya, Hafsir is not koveya, Mekah is not koveya. So the Gemara is going to basically say, each one of these statements, there's somebody that argues on it. So they will going to come along and say, you know, each case, the other opinion, right, to shut out the other opinion. So that's what the Gemara says. Shabbat... The case of Shabbat, that's not Koveya by Perochelon and Birumanakran, La Puke mid the Hillel. Ta Puke, the opinion of Hillel. The Tanya, we have a brighter. Now, I have in my text Hamavir. Some texts have the word Hamavir. We'll follow this uh, more correct text over here. Hamavir Perot mid Makom mid Makom. The guy's moving fruit in his field from place to place. Lixor. Which, what's his purpose? They're not finished food, they're unfinished fruits yet, okay? And his purpose is, he wants to dry them out. He's drying out his fruit, okay? V'kadesh alehem ayom. And what happened? Kadesh alehem ayom, Shabbat came. He's doing it on Friday, he's working the, the field, he's moving the fruit around. And that Kadesh alehem ayom. Amar bihuda, Hillel le'atzmo osir. Hillel says, once Shabbat comes in, Shkoveya. That's why Rabbi Hanan said, no, Shabbat is not Koveya when it's in Gimnigmira Melakhtan. Le'apuke Hillel. Look at Rashi on the bottom. Le'apuke Hillel. Delet el Khitakhivate, Ela Kerabaran de Paligale. Now we must go out to Rabbis and argue on him. Hillel La'atzmo. Who the Badoser? Mashwa de Khodoro Halukin Alaf. When it says Hillel the Badoser, he himself was Oser, but his colleagues. War, okay. That's what Rabbi Alad said. Shabbat is not covered by this type of food. Next case. Chaser. Le'apukemed Rabbi Yaakov. Which means, what's the case? You took fruit. That's non-gmah melachan. You put it in the courtyard. According to Rabbi Hanan, no problem. Could you continue eating from them? Yes. Chaser is not koveya. Why? Is there opinion that says it is? Yes. Rabbi Yaakov. Why? Detan. Again, you have figs in the hatser, liksot to dry them. So they're unfinished fruits yet. Well, since it's learning the first opinion says the guy's family can eat from them aray because no hayuvav masir ufturin mina masir. Why? Because it's learning gemara melachtam. Vetani ala, but we have a bright that says the biakov. So you see clearly Rabbi Yaakov holds Once you take fruit And you put it in the Hatser Hayyuf to give Maaser That's why Rabbi Hanan said no Rabbi Yaakov Good Give the third case Oh we don't touch it already didn't we learn on the previous Amud that Rabbi Yezid holds that Tiruma is Kovat? Yeah, sure. yes. Once you give your Tiruma, even on a peri that's not like Mamelach Dam, it's Hashivut, and then it's Nikbar. That's what Rabbi Yohanan came along and said, no, wrong. We don't go like that. Tiruma is not Kovat. Ditnan, Perot Shetarman, 
עד שלא נגמרה מלאכתו לבידי עזר, עושה לאכול מעין עלי והחמים עתירים. So that's why they had to be around to make that statement by תרומה לאפוקם את לבידי עזר. So we have one more case left. What's the case? מקח. Now, מקח, the case of the business, כדי תניא. We have a brighter. Now we're bringing a proof to this. הלוקח תאנים עמארס. A guy buys תאנים. Figs from Amaris. Now, what's 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 the issue of an Amaris? Amaris is suspected in not giving his masrot. Tenuma he gives. Tenuma is uh, scared of the, the tenuma. But masrot, uh, he some rov Amaris give masrot. By the way, but this miut Amaris that don't give the masrot. So really, the Chaz says just in the general case, whenever you buy fruit from an Amaris, you have to take masrot misafik. Just. Uh, to cover the uh, situation, and until you give that ma'asim misafik, the fruit is called demai. Okay, demai. Halokeh te'ni ma'maris bimkom shirov bene adam dorsin. Now, we're talking about a case over here where the fruit that you bought, the majority of people, they dry out these fruit and they press them into. Cakes of uh, figs, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which means, this fruit you could assume is lo nigmira melachtan. You bought a, a fig, right? But normally the, the custom in this place is, they don't eat them like this. Usually they dry them out, and they press them. So basically the case is, you bought perot shelo nigmiru melachtan from Amaris. How do you know it's lo nigmira melachtan? Because we're assuming you're in a place, rov and adam in that place, or dores otam. They crush them, they, they press them, right? What's the deen? Ochel mehen aray. You can eat from them, no problem, uh, you know, temporary. And when you take ma'asir uh, from these items, you only take ma'asir demai, misafik. Because rov ame'aris, ma'aslimim. Shma' minat lat. From this b'raita, I learned three halachot. Number one, shma' minat mekah ena kova'at. Ela b'davashin ikbuna melakhto. Very good. When I bought these fruit over here, what's the deen? Eat from them aray. The purchase doesn't make it hashuv. Yeah, because you might say, well, you bought it, you bought it, it shows that, uh, you know, it's hashuv to you, it's koveya, no! You bought it from the Amah, what's the eat? Eat from it, aray! So that's a proof to Rabbi Yohanan, right? Number two, what do you learn from the Vishmamina Rov Ameh Aris Maslinim? Correct. That's why we say what? Even when you're taking Maslin, you're only taking it, they might. Because Rov Ameh Aris Maslin. Third law, even on an item that's low nigmar melakhto, you still, the ma'asir that you're taking is demai. I was talking douche. Because you might have thought like this, before it's nigmar melakhto, maybe no amaris takes ma'asir. Uh, I, what, what, when do we have the sefik with rov amiaris masrin? And that's when the fruit is finished. I, I don't. And it should be. Hidush over here is not. There's enough amiaris that will even take the maaser kodem shenigmar melachto. That when you buy it from him and you're going to take the maaser, it's also going to be demai. So let's review the three things we learned from this uh, statement over here. Number one, meka is not koveya. Exactly like Rabbi Yohanan. But wait, Mecca is not covered by Perot Shilon Igmeru Melachtan. Let's point that out. That's the only, that's the only case where Yohanan said it. Second thing, Rosh Amas Ma'asinin, Haraya, I'm letting you take Ma'asir Demai, because I bought from an Amaris. And thirdly, even in a case where it was Lonik Melachtan, you take Ma'asir Demai.
Because you can assume Rav Ahmed took the Mahasid even Kodim Nigmar Benachtan. Comes again and says, Ulapuke. And Abu Hanan made his statement, Laapuke, to the exclusion of the following rabbis. Mehaditnan. Hamahalif perotim havero. Now, Mahalif of Ezi bought. He's a Mahalif, he's bartering. Okay? Buying and selling. Buying. Hamahalif perotim havero. Zele echol, ve zele echol. Let's say you have uh, finished fruits. Meaning, I'm giving you fruits to ready eat. eat. Ready to eat. Nigmira melachtan. Okay? Again, there was no ma'asir taking on any of this stuff over here. Or, the case over here is, or both fruits that we were exchanging were not for drying purposes. Right? Or, I gave the guy fruit to eat and he gave me back food to dry. To dry. In all cases, either both fruits are or both fruits are or it's a case of one is nigmar melachtan and one is not nigmar. That was the purchase. Hayav. Oh, looks like Mecca. Ah, you see why? Because the Mecca is koveya, which means when I buy fruit that is lonik menam melachtan, what am I showing? Ashuf to me, I bought it, and therefore you see this opinion says Mecca indeed is koveya. That's against Rabbi Yohanan. That's what Rabbi Yohanan had to say, Rabbi Yohanan. Mekah, by, you know, lo koveya, la apuke this opinion of the Mishnah. Okay, but Rabbi Yohanan, who are you going like? You're Amora. Who's your... Talaik sos. Rabbi Yudah Omer, le'echol hayav, le'ksot patur. It's Rabbi Yudah. When you're buying ready-made fruit, ready-made fruit, the Mekah is going to be koveya. However, when you're buying liksot, which is slow nigmar melakdan, the mecca is not koveya. So who's Rabbi Yohanan going like? Rabbi Yudah, that by perot slow nigmar melakdan, indeed, there is no kivihud, therefore it's mutar to eat them aray. Hadran ala chamevi. And now we move to the last perik, Mezat Hashem, of the Masechet. Perik Mashidin and the Mishnah begins. Mashidin perot derek arubabiyom tov. Okay, guy has fruit, has wheat, barley. Now he put him on top of his roof before yom tov in order to dry. Okay, and now we saw it's going to rain. He doesn't want his wheat to get ruined, so he wants to bring him down from the roof. Problem is the rabbis don't like you to get involved in tidha, items that are strenuous labor or work. On Yom Tov. So we have to figure out a way, how can we get the guy, at the same time we don't want him to lose money. So how can we get the guy to bring his uh, wheat or barley down from the roof in the most easiest way? In the olden days, a lot of people used to have skylights on the roof. So what the Mishnah says is, let's open the skylight and chuck the wheat down the skylight, very minimal uh, work, and you get it into the house. Okay, so mashilin perot terech harubabi yom tov. You're allowed to throw lower. Mashilin means to lower. Lower the perot, the wheat and the barley, into the skylight on yom tov. Aval lo be Shabbat. See, on Shabbat they will mahmir even on a little Torah, so they don't want you to get involved in that. But on yom tov they will make it. Umchasim perot pechedi mepneh delif. Delif is a, a, a leak. Guy in his house, the roof is leaking into his house. It's raining in his house. So now, all his kelim uh, in the house, uh, and the perot are getting all ruined. So he's allowed to go on Yom Tov, 
and cover his perot to save them from the uh, leak. Similarly, uh, barrels of wine and barrels of oil, you can cover them in the house. We don't say it's considered terha, because you're saving your uh, goods from the delif. Now, the dripping water. Again, the logic is, because if said mamon, the rabbis waived the Torah factor. Last case. You're allowed to put a keli to catch the water that's dripping into your house. And we'll see exactly how you can do that. Uh, because the chaurah, the delif is not drinkable, it's mukseh. How can you put a keli to catch something that's going to make the keli now? Mukseh. Okay, but it's saying you can put a keli, a bucket, right, under the roof to, hit, to catch the... Uh, to catch the waters. Okay? Again, the logic is so to save your house from becoming dirty. Mm. Now we start the Gemara. The Gemara says, Now we're going semantics. Hadtani mashilin. Right? You're allowed to lower the fruit into your skylight. Mashilin. Hadtani mashkilin. That's some of a different text. Mashkilin. Amar morzutra. Man detani mashilin lo mishtabesh Uman detani mashkilin lo mishtabesh Whatever word you have It's a proper text Because both mashilin and mashkilin mean the same thing To lower Lower the fruit into the Into the house now Man detani mashilin The opinion that says mashilin lo mishtabesh Is not, uh, not a problem Dikhtiv in the curses of the Torah, it says, Parmenan, a person's fruit are going to fall off the tree before they become ripened. So as the Pasuk said, The olives are going to fall. So you see what? Yishal or Mashri means to fall or to bring down. So Mashilin Perot Erecharubah. Now you could lower the fruit into the Arubah. Good. Uman detani mashilin no mishtabesh. Why? Detnan. Hashahul ve'achasul. These are different ba'alimumin by a bechor. Bechor is the firstborn animal, right? The firstborn animal is kodesh. But if it gets a mum, so we say what? It's mutar to make shaitas, right? Mutar to eat it. Now, the two moves that we talk about now are shahul and kesul. What are they? Shahul, shinishmeta yericho. What happened was, the animal dislocated its, uh, its hip, and it went down. And he dislocated it, and it went below the mm-hmm. bone. So what do you see the word? Shihul means to go down. So mashhilin means to lower. And what's kisul? Kisul shehad miyarkotav gibuha mehaverita. He dislocated, the leg went up, higher than the bone. So therefore you see over here, the word shehul means to go down. So therefore the Mishnah could have read just as well, Mashhilin derech aruba. We're not finished. There's more words the Mishnah could have used. Abar of Nachman bar Yitzhak. Man detani mashhilin lo mishtabesh. Uman detana mashhilin lo mishtabesh. Uman detana minashlin lo mishtabesh. So we're giving you three more options, by the way. All words that mean to lower. And we start one at a time. Man detani mashirin lo mishtabesh. Ditan, because we have a Mishnah. Rabbi Yishmael Omer, Nazir. Nazir made a vow not to cut his hair. Right? Lo yahuf rosho ba'adama. You cannot take earth and uh, wash his hair with the earth. 
They used to, to get the, 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 the right, not, not, not a depilatory to clean. They used to use like earth, it was like a, like like soap granules. Yes, they would take sand and they would rub it in their hair in order to to to, 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 to clean the uh, to clean it. So don't do that. Why? Because what does the adama do? The adama causes the hair to fall out. So mashir means. To fall down. Uh-huh. So therefore, the Mishnah could have said, Mashirin perot derech aruba. You're allowed to drop down or fall down into the aruba. That's so we have, so we have three options in the language of the Mishnah. Next, Next option. Now, is a razor. Vazug. That's a scissors. They call it a zug because it's a pair because the scissors has two blades. Afapishin echleku. Even though the scissors splits, right? The blade split. It's still tameh. Still because each blade can be used individually. Now, why do they call a blade a shihud? Right, because what does it do? It takes off the hair. That's she. Second line. Taar al shem What does it do? It falls the hair. So you call a blade a shihud. Because it causes the hair to fall down. So therefore the Mishnah could have used the word Mashirin Pirot Derech Aruba. That's the fourth option. Mm-hmm. Now we go to the fifth option, yes? Uman detana manshirin lo mishtabesh. Detan. Mi shenashru kelav bemayim. A guy, let's say, on Shabbat, his kelim fell into water. Now a guy's soaking wet. All his clothes are wet. He could walk with the wet clothes in the street. He wants to dry them off. He wants to walk in the street. You don't have to suspect. Suspect what? A guy's going to see with wet clothes and say, Look at this, Rasha. He went to his laundry on Shabbat. If your clothes fell into the puddle on Shabbat, you could wear them and no problem. So, what do you see the word Manchirin is? It fell. Right? Or we have another proof of the word Manchirin. What is leket when a farm is in the field, right? The anin get to take what's called leket. Right, the uh, wheat that fall at the time that the farmer is making kitsira. So basically the first sugyal over here, all the Gebarah was saying, there's five different words that the Mishnah could have used of lowering, and all of them are okay. Now it should be noted that... The Mishnah specifically saying only by the Aruba, as opposed to let's say there was a window, for example, the guy's a roof, okay, and right next to the roof on the roof, let's say there's a uh, a building next to the roof that's attached to the roof and it's high, goes a little higher than the roof, and there's a window in that space. Mm-hmm. Now there it's a suit, because then you have to take the wheat and the bottom, you have to go up. And drop it in the window. Uh-huh. The Mishnah is only saying you could go yeah. into Aruba when you're going down. That would be too much to the heart to take the wheat in the mind and to go up. Okay, now we go one more point. Tani. Mashirin perot Aruba tov. Ad kama. How much? 100 bushels, 200 bushels. Is it unlimited? Is there a maximum? Is there a minimum? How much are you allowed to drop down into the, uh, into the house? Into the Aruba? Amar Bizera, Amar Bassé, the Amrila, Amar Bassemar Yuhanan, Kotasha Shaninu. We have already the standard from Masech Shabbat. What do we learn in Masech Shabbat? Guy has a warehouse, let's say. He has all uh, boxes of, uh, of goods. Kupot. Now he's having guests. 
before, let's say, the yeshiva, all the students are coming in, they need to learn. So the halakha says, even though it's Tirhan Shabbat, we don't want you to make Tirhan Shabbat, but what? You will allow you to move some of the boxes in order to make room for your guests, no. or to make room for the Bekbidash. <coughs> How many? It says, Mefanim Arba Fehamesh Kupot Shil Teben Veshil Tevu'ah Mepnea Orcha Mepnea Bitu Beta Midrash. So then, five. That's the maximum Tirha will let you go to make room for your guests or for the Talmudim. So what is the Gemara I want to say? That's the number. Five boxes. Similarly on Yom Tov, how much could you throw down the chute? We'll let you throw down five bucks. That's the maximum to how we'll let you go. So we found the standard from a second Shabbat. Okay. who said? Vidilma shariyatam di'ika bitul beta midrash. I'll tell you, no, maybe over there we will lean you to go up to five. Bitul beta midrash. You need a place for the uh, students. Or as Rashi says, you need place for the orhim. Which is also chasuv. But over here on Yom Tov, what's the issue? It's not a bit midrash issue, and it's not a orchim issue. What's an issue? Money. Fifth said, Mamon, maybe the rabbis are not going to be so lenient to take so much. Uh-huh. So who told you that you can learn from Shabbat? Well, there, it's already a pressing issue. Nechbod. Orchim, Nechbod. Beta midrash. Aval hacha, deneka bitu beta midrash lo? Provee, maybe no. Ina may give you another reason why there's a difference. much less even. Yeah. So it's another Hanukkah why you can't bring a proof from Shabbat. Because maybe there's a logic that you're being more mahmir on Yom Tov. Because it's Kal Be'anehim. Now, Ina Mel'idak Nisa. Or I could go the other direction. And say Yom Tov, you could do more. Why? Well, I'll say, You know why Shabbat you only get five boxes? Because it's not a monetary loss. Maybe even more. So therefore the Gebara really cannot prove how many. How many? We thought that we have a no-brainer. Shabbat gave us the number ready. Four or five boxes. <coughs> so we, we argue, oh, maybe I can tell you four or five boxes is a Shabbat item because of Orhim, or Midrash, or because Shabbat is Hashuv in the people's eyes, I can be lenient. But Yom Tov, where it's not an issue of Orhim, or not an issue of Bet Midrash, it's only a money issue, and people don't treat uh, Yom Tov so seriously, maybe even uh, less is going to be Asur. Or I could argue the other way. Or I could say, you know what? On Shabbat, the only reason why I told you four or five, because that wasn't an issue of monetary loss. I should have known Mahmir. But maybe in the case of monetary loss, okay, the guy's got his wheat on the roof. Maybe bring out everything because it's, uh, we don't want the guy to lose uh, its head. And maybe more. So therefore, the Gemara leaves us in abeyance. The Gemara does not really come out at, at this point with the number. And it cannot really bring a proof positive from Shabbat. Shabbat.